So this is, this is what I want people to understand. So when the potter finishes molding the clay, let's say he's molding this clay into a vase or a vase, as some people might say, and he takes this vase through the glazing process and then through the firing process. And then at that point, the vase is ready to be sold or placed on a mantle or given as a gift. It's at this point, don't miss this. It's at this point that the clay is serving its highest purpose. It's serving its highest purpose. And this should be our desire from God, our potter. We want him to mold us and shape us. We want to go through the firing process so that we can serve our highest purpose. That should be the end of the podcast today. Welcome to Audacity Presents. We've got a great show for you today. Let's not waste any time. Let's get started. Happy Monday, happy Monday, and welcome to Audacity Presents. How are you? No, really, how are you? Have you done a check-in with yourself lately? You made it through the holidays, into a new year. How are you? If there are some things you would like for this ministry to be in agreement with you on in prayer, please email us at audacitypresents at gmail.com. We want to make sure you're okay. Okay, so guess what? We are published. Can I say that? We are published. I am published. My Audacity Journal is now on sale at Amazon. I'm being like Oprah Winfrey. Anyway, you can find links on social media, uh, on our social media pages, uh, or you can go to Amazon and just do a search on Mary Tave hyphen Ihanacho, I-H-E-N-A-C-H-O, and purchase the journal. You know you want to live an audacious life for Christ. I am so excited about this book being available uh, on Amazon. I call it a book. It's a journal book, however you want to refer to it. But God is introducing me to a new me I never knew existed. I, I never knew that I could get something published, but here I am. I guess I'm still on the potter's wheel, being shaped and molded. And of course, last week we talked about the audacity of the potter. So this week, we're going to talk about the audacity of the clay. Are you willing to take a bold risk and allow God to shape and mold you? So let's jump into my replay. I always want to jump into my replay. I I don't really know what that means. But anyway, my replay this week is Torin Wells. And I've had him on my replay before, but not sure if I had the song fully known. Now, this is another song where there is no mention of God, Lord, or Savior. And then I had to go and find the video. And in the video, uh, 
it just shows different shots of a woman. Uh, she's holding a guitar. She's leaning up against the wall. She's sitting and writing. It's not until the end of the video um, that you may even think the song is about God. There's a card uh, that they do a shot on that has a cross, an equal sign, and a heart. Now, I'm not bashing the song. It's still on my replay. It's a beautiful song. But I'm thinking, can we not be audacious here and call the Lord's name out? Then I had to go and look at Torrin's Wikipedia page. And I don't know how true Wikipedia is, but it says that Torrin Wells is an American Christian pop rock and R&B artist and a worship leader at Lakewood Church. Man, that, that's a lot. That, that's a lot for me. I don't know about anybody else. But still, I love the song. I'm still keeping it on my replay. I still feel for me as a Christian and a believer in Christ that the words are talking about our Lord and Savior. So here's the words. It's so unusual. It's frightening. You see right through the mess inside me and you call me out to pull me in. You tell me I can start again and I don't need to keep on hiding. I'm fully known and loved by you. You won't let go no matter what I do. And it's not one or the other. It's hard truth and ridiculous grace to be known, fully known and loved by you. I'm fully known and loved by you. I, I still love the song. And I think this song is a perfect match for my episode today. God knows us fully and he loves us. So when he is molding and shaping us, it's because he loves us. When he is molding and shaping us, it's because he knows our full potential. He knows our highest purpose. And this is the example that I gave at the opening of the show. When the potter finishes molding the clay, let's say he's molding a base or a a vase for you sophisticated people out there. And he takes this vase through the glazing process and the firing process. And then the vase is ready to be sold or placed on a mantle or given as a gift. It is at this point that the clay is serving its highest purpose. And this should be our desire from God, our potter. We want him to mold us and shape us. We want to go through the firing process so then we can serve our highest purpose. Fully known. When God fully knows us. He knows us. It's not a win. He knows us. And he knows what our highest purpose is. So when I was researching and studying for today's episode, I watched a few videos on pottery making and how the potter takes the clay and he molds it. it. It takes a pretty skilled and steady hand to do this, but there were two things. Okay, let me say, let, let me give you the Baptist three things that stood out to me, okay? So the first one, the potter has to make sure that the clay is centered 
and that it has a firm foundation on the wheel. Or else when the wheel starts turning, the clay will wiggle all over the place. And this is what I'm thinking. Clay that doesn't want to be molded won't stick to the wheel. God will not mold someone that doesn't want to be molded. He can leave those individuals to their own depravity, their own civil, sinful state. But for those who have accepted Christ, like that song said that I mentioned last week, mold me and make me. Accepting Christ is our firm foundation. Our firm foundation is accepting, trusting, abiding, believing, depending on him. When we do these things, then we can start to be molded and shaped on the potter's wheel. I hope y'all caught that. The second thing is when the potter is shaping and molding the clay, in the videos I watched, I noticed that he always uses two hands to form the clay. And I thought about in Genesis 2 when it says that God formed man from the dust of the ground. Now, scripture doesn't tell us that he used one hand, two hands. Uh, I, I, I didn't go into to detailed research on this, but he formed us. And when you're forming something, I would assume you take two hands and you form that thing. And this is what I'm also thinking is when you have to use two hands, to me, that means you are giving that thing your full attention and care. Let me ask you this question. How do you feel when a person gives you a hug with one hand versus a hug with two hands? I'm just going to throw that out there. I know we're in COVID season and we're probably giving fist bumps right now. But before COVID, did you feel a different way when a person gave you a hug with one hand, one arm versus two hands where they're patting you on the back, two arms wrapped around you? Fully known, fully known. Okay, third thing. Once the potter has molded and shaped the clay, it goes through this glazing and firing process to set everything in place. After these two steps, it is now ready to serve its highest purpose. When we allow God to shape and mold us and then to test us in the fire, then and only then are we ready to serve our highest purpose. So don't get upset if you are still on the potter's wheel. Don't get upset if you're still being glazed. Don't get upset if you're being tested in the fire. This is what gets you to your highest purpose. So this is my merry moment. And it's real simple. God wants to mold you and shape you for your highest purpose. Will you let him do that? Y'all have a good week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. We'll see you next week.